Hello guys and welcome back to Raise the Question. We are in a new location which may soon become our primary location. How do you guys feel about the location right now? I know it's not much to look at and I know the listeners can't see it, but what do you guys feel? It's, uh, it's very huge. It's like a mansion. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. I was going to say it was cozy, which is like known for being small, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know. <laughs> if we want to go in Mancha, we can. Yeah, yeah. So, Ar- Arjun's been living in a matchbox his whole life and, uh, and so knows what a mansion actually looks like, apparently. And it's very warm. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. It feels very quiet too, so it's probably good for this. That's <laughs> no, true. That's true. Let's just try to the normal, right? God, I'm happy. You always try to get a dig at me. I know the heating's off, okay? <laughs> You bastard. So, so let, let a man save some money, man. <laughs> yeah, we've got the beautiful sun as well. Yeah, yeah man. You know, come now, through the windows. <laughs> now, for the listeners, today I've got with me my faithful companion, Appy. We've got Soph, who's going to be a recurring guest. Right. <laughs> I apologise in advance. <laughs> and we've got with us today the one and only Arjun. And he is here today to give us a first-hand experience on our topic of discussion, which just so happens to be... The fuel crisis. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was kind of anti I was just sitting here and like, wait a minute. Why am I here? Well, this, yeah. is, this has been rehearsed many times, clearly. Yes. <laughs> we are very organised people. We put a lot of planning into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this did not start five minutes ago. <laughs> Here's the deal guys, the fuel crisis has been in the news recently purely because of how stupid it is. Let's, let's not muck about here, we saw it coming. I didn't. But really? No, I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> Why the hell would I think I, that? I, I'll be honest with you, yeah, I, I was surprised as well that happened. I was like, when when it happened, you know, on the day it happened and stuff, when it, when it first began, yep. I was so, I, I was confused, but also very, you know, of, you know, I had a lot of mixed feelings. I was very annoyed because I remember skipping a day of fueling up, and then the next day, it just it just suddenly just came out of nowhere, and I was just like, ah, oh, wow. That's the thing, right? The reason why I say we still coming is because the government put out notice saying, you know, we are short on drivers, mm, not fuel true. itself. Yeah. We are short on the drivers. Emphasize that. Yeah, the yeah. Drivers. The drivers that deliver the fuel to the yeah, station. Exactly. Drivers in general, HGV drivers. Yeah. So even they're gonna get less uh, stock in supermarkets and stuff. Yeah. Don't have the. Drivers have you seen when water's been a bit? You know, a couple of. Water, yes, yes. Every time I go shopping, I have to. I always have to go to like a little shop to get water now. Yeah, exactly. Which is very crazy. Sainsbury's and everyone, Tesco. Yeah. Pulling out supermarkets. (laughs) (laughs) Pull out the shelves. (laughs) Appy's on smoke today. (laughs) No, the thing is, right. So they're short on drivers, not fuel itself, and the government put out a notice saying, "Do not panic." Yeah. And what does society do? <laughs> we it's toilet paper that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> we toilet paper that bitch. You've seen this, right? I couldn't have said it better myself, so. <laughs> but I think the main thing is, right, I think it's their fault. Society mm. and, um, you know, inter- no, not society, sorry. Sorry, I had a bit of a malfunction, but what I meant to say was with the media. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I said society, but with the media, with how they, you know, they portray the news. So you know when they when they come out with these news articles saying that there's a there's a sh- there's a shortage, yeah. People look at that and then that's when they start to panic. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's hysteria, yeah. isn't it? It is. It is. So the thing is, right? The media has immense power, right? That has never been doubted. Media controls what you understand and all that stuff. I'm not saying there's a conspiracy theory there. Don't colour me a conspiracy nut just yet. Yeah. <laughs> but they have immense power. What they say affects society in a big way. And when the government uses them to put out a broad message, mm-hmm. 
like we're short on drivers, don't panic. Mm. Almost fascinating to see how people take it. And I, I get <laughs> your point about you know th- them putting out a message and then that causes hysteria, right? Which is true, it's 100% true. But I feel like the hysteria comes from their interpretation mm. of the message itself. Do you guys remember in like English class where you'd have a book and your English teacher would be like, oh, why are the curtains red? Because it signifies how deeply he's thinking about Absolute this. Absolute bullshit. Yep. Go on. Right, right. <laughs> the curtains are red because they're fucking red. Okay. <laughs> in it. Such useless skills. <laughs> right? Hey, shout out, Miss Cause, baby. Bro, she was scary, you know? She looked intimidating. She is, she was. Yeah, she she's was. a lovely lady, though, when you talk to her. But intimidating. These two having their little private conversation. Yeah. About <laughs> Like I said, the curtains are red because the curtains are red. Okay, don't interpret them to be red because someone threw blood all over it with some BS like that. Okay? I think you're losing track of the point, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe. I have. I had a very traumatic English lesson. Okay. Let's read it Read it Okay. Right. So again, society has just taken the message of "Don't panic. We're short on drivers." To think, because we don't have drivers. We're not going to have any fuel at all. So the best thing I can do is go out there and fill up my plastic bags with fuel. <laughs> and that's actually happened. Yeah, it has, yeah. People have gone out having uh, jury rigs and all that stuff. Not jury rigs, uh, cans. Jury cans, yeah. Yeah, jury cans and uh, fill those up. Bags, boxes, yeah. bottles. But hell, mate? you know my future Alan Sugars? They would have bought some. They would have sold it on. <laughs> Ten pound a litre. Future Alan Sugars. I, I saw a post that someone sent me that made me laugh so hard. It was literally like those bakery bags yeah. that you put your croissants in. And <laughs> so, if you say what you're going to say, it's just a picture of like like one of those with fuel in it, and then someone's selling them for thirty pounds a bag. And I'm just like, yo, is that how oh, bad it's going? It's 30 pounds, they're making good money. Yeah, it's yeah, good business. Well. It's good business. I'm not sure if it's legal, but good business. <laughs> Boys, all of Highly our, unethical. All, all of our drug dealers are switching products. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, yo, yo, I love the weed. <laughs> hey, you're a big man, I got the black coat, you know? <laughs> just imagine just walking down the street, this guy with a big black coat, he's like, it is crazy though i think one last one i think there was a time when i was doing a shift at my um my workplace wait, wait before you say that what do you do what's your job oh so for everyone that's listening uh i basically work at a petrol station so i basically had first-hand experience you know seeing the whole petrol crisis happen and it was at ground zero it was <laughs> insane and it happened on so I, it was my first day back from work and it happened on the same day i walk in and then i just see just so many things just go wrong that i never seen like i turn around and all i see is just madness and um, it was just I've never seen it before in my life like this is the first time where I've seen petrol of all things be something that people fight fighting over like I've never seen people fight over stuff but this is the first time I see people fight for stuff like petrol it's crazy and the thing is right living in England you know it's it was surprising it came out of nowhere because you hear all these stories about uh, shopping especially on Black Friday or like Christmas shopping in America where people are rushing into stores, punching each other and all that stuff. And I remember a couple of years back, if there's that video of the guy walking into PC World and he's like the first one in on Black Friday, he just walks in very yeah, happily. Yeah. Because we're, we're civilized in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> quote, unquote. <laughs> so yeah. He, uh, until petrol goes missing. Yeah, until petrol. Yeah. It's all well and good until you take an arrow to the knee or your petrol runs out. <laughs> it's Garum reference, just for anyone who knows. No. 
nerds. <laughs> no, 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 you want to step out, like, I'll hold him back, hold him back. You want to step out? Someone hold my beard. Okay, let's let's wheel it back to uh, Arjun. You had first-hand experience on this, and I know you came to see me afterwards, and you told me some harrowing stories, which you know I laughed quite loudly at. <laughs> tell it, tell us some of the things you had to do uh, during your shift. I know uh, when you came on, you had to do uh, a part of your job that you usually don't do. So uh, one of your coworkers had to get you to uh, to answer the calls, didn't they? Yes, that's right. So I was given the job to answer our calls. So people were calling in to ask if we have petrol and I'm just standing there right and just you know I, all I see is just cars everywhere and I'm just thinking why 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 would you there's no point calling in because literally you know, even if there was petrol you're not going to get any from the amount of people out there and it was just frustrating to you know I get it people are desperate they're looking for fuel but it was just non-stop I've never heard the phone store ring so much in my life literally as soon as I put it down Someone's calling in. Guess what? They're asking if, they, if we have petrol. I'm like, no, sorry. Did you? Did you? Did anyone? Anyone call about something different? Just you know, you're 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 there going. We have no fuel. We have no fuel. We do have croissants. Um, maybe there might have been because I think some of them. I don't think I even get the guy answer. So I picked up. Went, no, we do not have fuel. This reminds me of uh, the SpongeBob episode. Oh, Patrick, Patrick, Patrick. Hello, is this the is this uh, the crusty crab? No, this is Patrick. Patrick. Oh, I've not heard of that. I've not, not? See, not seen it. No. I will show you after this Ooh. session, but it was iconic. <laughs> Can I just say that um, when Arjun was uh, present at this shift, I did happen to, to call him and I did happen to uh, understand that he was not answering the calls. So he's absolutely chatting shit. <laughs> he, he, I don't know, maybe he answered like three and then he just stopped answering. You could hear the phone going <laughs> in the background, would not answer them whatsoever. And also another part of this is Appy's also involved here. I live very close to where Arjun's petrol station is yeah. and Appy doesn't live too far away and we saw Appy's car right in front of my house and he was driving home I guess uh, and Arjun's petrol station is on the way home and uh, I was sitting in my car uh, talking to a friend and I just happened to see Appy's car I was like oh cool Appy's car <laughs> 20 minutes later it had moved like one car <laughs> and like I just sat there and for like an hour we managed to see it move <laughs> Meters. I, right. I, I love I love the idea of you just sitting in your car, right? <laughs> just staring at Appy. Yeah, I was, I was. That's literally. I saw his car. He's got a beautiful car, and it's very recognisable. I was like, oh, it's his car. Cool. And I look up ten minutes later. Still there? <laughs> still there? He only lived five minutes away. Why the hell is he still there? It was the worst decision yeah, to take that road on that day. <laughs> oh my god! I should have gone. You know your road, right? Yeah, yeah. Was a shortcut. Yeah. I went. I was like, one day, let me go that road. No. Did you not know? He's he's no, not the main know, road. Yeah. You did know, did you? Didn't no, know. I didn't know. Oh, I didn't fair know. enough. I was like, damn. Well then. Uh, this this was the day where it all you began. called me. Yeah, I called you. I remember. This is the day where it all began. <laughs> you tried to send him yeah. a warning. Like, leave your ass. Save yourself. Save yourself. <laughs> I remember calling Appy up and you're ranting to him about how crazy it was at work. And the funny story is, right? He's literally about. 30, 40 meters away, but he's just been moving an inch every 20 minutes because of the amount of traffic. <laughs> he's just like, Yes, I know, Arjun, I am here, I can see it. And I was watching. <laughs> he's like, Sub's here, he's been really creepy. <laughs> oh, 
Only rats wasn't involved in that story. I'm lucky, mate. What do you mean, mate? I was there. I was just asleep. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. <laughs> you're staying Someone's away from trying trouble. to involve the <laughs> <laughs> <It> wasn't him. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, but you know what the sad thing is? That the people that actually need it were can't, finding it hard. Can't, can't get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. The, which yeah. is the problem with the country, right? No, no, the country, the people. Yeah, yeah. It was plain and simple. It was selfishness. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Right? There, there is no other, you know, you can't sugarcoat it. The drivers who need it, like ambulance drivers or, you know, uh, first responders, who desperately need fuel to do their job and help us when we need them, they couldn't get to any fuel sources exactly. because uh, an office worker who worked from home thought he needed to, you know, fuel up his BMW, <laughs> which is a very generic, you know, message. I'm not targeting anyone here. I'm just being very stereotypical. I think you are targeting some people by saying BMWs. <laughs> I can't lie. <laughs> Let me just check everyone's car here real quick. <laughs> No, yeah. no, none of us have a BMW. Cool. Yeah. No, no, we're good, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. um, going back to, uh, to Arden, there was, there was one. Uh, it's not quite funny. It was, qu- it was kind of scary for you, but when you tried to close up, they wouldn't let you close up. Yes, <clears throat> that is right. So we we weren't a twenty four hour petrol station. Uh, we were also a, a mini store. So you know we, we sell goods, but uh, for certain reasons we can't keep our store open for twenty four hours. And we also have to close the petrol station down for uh, safety reasons. That night, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it home. <laughs> I'm being I'm honest. People are thinking I'm over-exaggerating. I was being dead serious. Literally, when this thing was going on, when people were trying to barge in, trying to get the fuel in, so, you know, from both lanes, cars trying to turn in, you know, cr- creating the traffic. Me and my colleagues were trying to figure out how to close the store down. We weren't sure if we should, you know, block off the entrance. Yeah. So we were like, you know what? We'll try that. We'll go block off the entrance, you know, tell people um, we're sorry, closing. So we went out and they weren't letting us close up. They literally were like, no, my car is it's already an inch in. So we are allowed fuel. But I'm just there like, yeah, but we close at 12. I, I don't what, what was it time? It was literally like, it was 12, literally. It was, I think, a little past 12. We were supposed to close up. I had some lasagna waiting at home. Whoa. I had to go eat, but no. Some some guy named Tom was like, nah mate, how do you feel up? Was his name actually Tom? Nah, I don't know, I just made that up. <laughs> what was his reason? Oh, so this is the funny part, right? So we're trying to close up. I, I'm, I'm being as nice as I can. I'm, I'm sorry. I understand that you need fuel, but you know, we're trying to close up. But these stories and things I hit, I hit, I heard from everyone. They're waiting. excuses, basically. They're excuses. Honestly, I have a feeling that most of them didn't really need a fuel up. That's what really made me annoyed. I think some of them could have managed, but I think the whole, the, the situation where people are panicking is what's causing them to, you know, become desperate and become very selfish. And that, you know, it, it's just, it's frustrating to see. Yeah. So, you they know- They listen to you as well. They were, exactly, and that's the thing, you know, obviously if, if I, if I had the power to give everyone fuel, I'll give everyone fuel, but I can't. So, you know, I'm just like... A bit, bit of a shit power, but yeah, okay. I, I mean, yeah, well, that's, that's what people don't... That's what people don't understand. It'd be a sick power right now. Yeah. yeah it'd be amazing, but... It'd be a millionaire. Yeah. That's, the, that's the thing that people don't understand, is that... It's not your fu- yeah, fuel bank. We it's don't, not you. Yeah, we don't have any sort of control or power, but they're so desperate that they're trying to, you know, force us to, you know, make something happen. And... That's when I realised, alright, you know, we, we can't close like this, you know, we can't just block off the entrance and be like, no. No, you just got to start closing. Yeah, so that was the next plan, which we should have done at the beginning, you know. We, we only did that first plan because, you know, we, we felt horrible sort of, 
leaving people without knowing what's going on. So we tried to you say- were, You were afflicted with your humanity. You're like, exactly. let's give them a chance. They'll listen to reason. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> like with anyone in the job, you know. As stupid as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so with anything like, so with that job, you know, we have to be polite. Yeah. Um, but when, when people are treating you like that, when they're not listening to yeah. you, you don't have a choice. So, you know, we, me and my colleague, we ran back to the store and we just decided, you know what, we'll just close up, close the, you know, turn the pumps off, you know, close the shop down and leave. Because mm. we don't have, you know, there's no point standing outside and, you know, talking to all these people, mm. telling them, you know, we don't have fuel. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to wait. <laughs> like, it ain't going to work. So. Arjun, you know the thing is, right? We don't, we don't have a shortage of fuel, we're a shortage of drivers, yeah, right? So it would make sense to be cautious about how much you fill up because you don't want to run out of the supply you already have but guess what people do <laughs> they're like yeah. yes it's we're stockpiling. Gonna it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. we have a stockpile yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 we we have uh we should we need uh, what's good we need an intervention because we have a stockpiling <laughs> problem yeah we do okay as a society <laughs> can i just say the toilet paper thing was yeah. weird though why toilet paper yeah i don't understand that, that either so random it was uh, Funny story about that, right? When I was working at, you're at wipe your ass, man. <laughs> when I was working at uh, uh, my previous job, uh, it was a packaging company. So we, we were selling goods through the through the internet, through Amazon and all that. And uh, I packaged up all the goods, and you know we sent it out to del- delivery. People were ordering toilet paper from us as well, right? Mm-hmm. So we pack up the toilet paper, give it to our uh, Korea guys, they take it off and sell it. And a week after the whole toilet paper. I don't want to call it a scandal, the toilet paper rush. Fiesta. Yeah, Fiesta. We had a stockpile of orders yeah. for trainer blockers. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, so these people had gone home and just stuffed their toilets full of toilet paper. And now they were, tra- <laughs> they were trying to stockpile toilet, uh, toilet unblockers. And I tell you what, it is annoying wrapping up toilet unblockers because you need to wrap it up so it doesn't get damaged in uh, delivery and transit. And if it gets damaged, it will leak out and then we as a company to pay for all of their stuff. It's the stuff costing soda. Sorry? What, uh, what would you mean by drain unblocker? Uh, toilet unblocker? The, the stuff that unblocks your pipes. The, the liquid? Yeah, the liquid. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. I thought, for some reason in my head, I was thinking about plunger. No, 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 no. I need one still. Oh, mate. It just makes you think everyone's so ignorant. Yeah. You don't, you don't think about everyone else. You just think, yo. It's true. Okay, wait, wait. There's three people here that have cars, right? Yep. Out of the three, how many people have fueled up since? I have. Yes? Twice. Yeah, Arjun? double flex. I was, I was very lucky to. Uh, <laughs> you work at petrol. Yeah, I worked there, so I, I knew obviously like what, I was lucky when I was working there. We had a delivery, and then when we opened up, you know, I was able to quickly fill up during my break, and you know, I, I'm I'm good. But I'm I'm happy that I did that because I know now if I did, let's say fill up for only just a few quid, then I know I would have been screwed because there's no way I'll be able to fill up again with the amount of. Yourself, so. 100%. I have also filled up both of the cars that we have at home. That begs the question, are we one of those idiots? <laughs> Did we 100% need that fuel at that time? In my experience, it was more of the case of, I'm not sure if it's going to get worse. Yeah. So when you have the opportunity, so did you did you fill up your tank or did you no uh, take a small amount? The one I went to was a BP. It was a forty pound limit. Oh, okay. and my mum called me from work. She was like, someone told me. I was like, yo, inside oh, information. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was like, yo, I didn't even brush your teeth. I was like, yo, I'm good. <laughs> so I went there. Forty pound. 
it was just diesel only. Yeah. Nah, so I was like, it was blessed, no line. Fair enough. Just fair enough. Level, right? Yeah. Arjun? I mean, he um, works at a petrol bank. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I feel like his service I, deserved that reward. No, 100%. So, yeah, so I remember when the whole fuel thing started happening, yeah. I remember my car, it, it was in desperate need of fueling up. Oh, okay, fair my enough. range was showing me five. <laughs> okay, I do not trust the range system. <laughs> one time I was driving and I only drove about two minutes. I had Once I had a range of 50 and it went down to 30. And I'm like, where did my 20 mile range go? So ever since that day, I have been having trust issues. So, so when I passed a range of five, I knew that, okay, I need to fuel up. And it was literally on the same day where the whole fuel crisis happened. So yeah. that day I only had literally just enough fuel to go home. And I knew the next day that if I needed to fuel up, so you know wherever I went I have to go close so luckily my petrol station was able to get the fuel that next day and was able to fuel up so, I have also fueled up both cars yeah. um, they both? so <laughs> the the second so the car that I primarily drive was uh, below half petrol and I wasn't that um, fussed about fueling up because I knew in general I don't drive too far if I don't have to um, however I had a trip to the airport that I had to go to so I was like Shit, car needs fuel. Have to get it now. And by chance, I managed to stumble uh, stumble into a queue by accident. <laughs> I was just trying to get home, um, and I managed to find myself halfway through a queue for petrol. So I like cut off. I want to say like close to 40, 50 cars. <laughs> managed to get petrol from a BP and left. And then a couple cars later, they closed the petrol station. So I got very lucky. And the same thing happened with the other car too. Where I was just trying to get home and uh, joined a queue for petrol by accident. And just ended up These getting These people petrol. are the worst. <laughs> so the moral of the story is if you're not looking for something, you'll get it. So can, can we can we all agree that soap is an unintentional dick? <laughs> Indeed. I think there's like ten percent intention there. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it was a subconscious intention. Yeah. I can just imagine him just with like a very like a very evil smile, just like oh. Oh, I celebrate. The first time I got, I celebrated. I think people hated me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were <laughs> I was like fist pumping because I was pulling my car around. <laughs> okay, okay. We have come to the main the main segment of our podcast. It is now time for the uh, happy, happy hour. And uh, super like to say something. <laughs> yeah, I think this is an absolute fraud. I don't understand, right? They call it the happy, happy hour, and yet Rats only makes happy speak for like 20 seconds. Listen, but I want an hour. I want an hour. I want to hear exactly what you've been thinking about for one hour. Or change the title. I'm done. Do you know what the problem is? I don't think I have that, that many thoughts in my head. I don't care. Don't call it happy, happy hour. Blame the creator. Listen, man, it's my show, and my show deserves an hour's worth of bullshit rambled in. Oh, so you can, can do it? No, no, no. I'm going to have it rambled into a minute. Oh, wow. Shit. With that being said, what is on your mind? You know what? Funny enough, cycling. Oh, oh. <laughs> Weirdly relevant, but yeah. okay. No, because all I've been thinking about is I don't have a cycle. <laughs> I know, me too. Yeah. I'm really sad. I miss my bike. I know. And I'm like, well, you can't use a cycle every time and every season. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just try not to make eye contact with me. <laughs> Why? What do you guys do with bikes? <laughs> we do many things with bikes. I have something weird. I have very good memories. We, uh, when we were a little bit younger than we are now, we we hit our <laughs> we hit our cycle phase really really late. So you know how every kind of young boy grown up has a phase where it's all about bikes, oh, about yeah, just yeah, biking yeah, everywhere yeah. with his mates, yeah, yeah. doing wheelies and shit like that, right? Never did that. 
So me and Arjun, we hit our cycling point at like, I think 16, 17. Oh, you guys are a bit late. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were really late. <laughs> we're really late. And uh, so what I, I was like really into it because uh, I was planning to do a cycling trip from here all the way to Southampton, yeah. which is like 75 miles or something like that. I got these, I talked Arjun into it and I talked a couple of my other friends into it. We we're like, let's all do it. And uh, for that point, we got all of our old bikes and I got like spare bike parts. <laughs> tried to fix up all the bikes and Arjun bought a new bike which was second hand I think yeah it was second hand but it was one of the best bikes I've ever had yeah so uh, the issue the only issue was that his his brakes were a little bit loose <laughs> yeah so I had to yeah <laughs> so it wasn't that they were loose it was that his brake pads were worn out so even though he braked there was nothing nothing there there was nothing <laughs> slowing down his wheel it was just the brake pads gone so even the motion of it was just like nothing there nothing worked I was braking with hope <laughs> you knew you meant to service bike yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know. that's what I did. I serviced all our bikes. You did? Oh, you did yourself? Yeah, yeah. We did it without knowing. <laughs> yeah. We did it. We did it without realizing that we were actually servicing the bikes. Yeah. I remember once I fixed the chain on my bike and I felt like absolute hero. Oh, I can't lie. Yo, I was like, yo, oh, yo. I'm fucking sick. Engineered. Stunked. Mate, I tell you what, fixing a chain bike, sorry, a bike chain, is ridiculous. And when I mean fixing it, I mean it snapped off. Oh, right. And I remember either Arjun's bike or uh, one of our other mates' bike, their chain snapped. And they gave it to me like, fix it. I was like, bruv, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's like, hold on, hold on, let me, let me, let me grab a blowtorch real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so what you gotta do is you gotta take out the pin that holds in the, the segways. You gotta take it out, connect, uh, connect the points from the last two uh, connecting chains, yeah. and then put the pin back in, right? It sounds weird and confusing, but when you look at a bike, it'll make sense. And when I'd done it, the chain was shorter, mm. so it was tighter. So putting the chain back on was a lot harder. Yeah. So I had to replace uh, extra legs and all that stuff. Yeah. And after I'd done it, I felt like a bloody engineer. I was like, this, this is my life now. <laughs> I, I, I fix bikes. Someone, someone pay me a pound and I'll do it. <laughs> the worst Buy part- money, man. Buy enough money. <laughs> the worst part is that after we hit the cycle phase, all of our other mates decided they want to get on this fitness phase. They borrowed our bikes to like cycle everywhere to get fit. And I'm gonna name drop him because he's an absolute dick, right? <laughs> London, <laughs> Mathewson, you bastard. You, you still owe well. me that. <laughs> you still owe me a tire, you prick. <laughs> it's been eight years and you still owe me a BMX tire. London's the worst. He, he will borrow your bike and he will pop or break the tire. <laughs> and he'll give it back and be like, I don't know what happened. That's what this reminds me of. What? Back in um, high school, yeah, I kicked someone's ball over, and uh, he kept asking for ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I kept thinking, I can't ask my mum. There'll be one day when I earn money and I'll give him money. But he, moved, he moved to Australia. So. <laughs> oh, oh, it was uh, Dylan. Yeah, 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 I don't want to name drop. But, uh, it's fine. I mean, he's in Australia. Yeah, 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 he's I doubt he's listening, listening to this. <laughs> Forget him. No, but I was like, I want to give him the ten pound if I see him, but I never did. Just uh, PayPal. Or just, or just there are so many ways for you to send him 10 pounds. No, I didn't talk to him. No, 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 no. I'll tell you what, guys, that was a surprisingly productive. I know, right? Happy, Not as happy many hour. Uh, rambles. Yeah. 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 Going back to our main point, let's, I'm going to just uh, tell a couple of funny stories that Arjun told me after his experiences oh. that he missed. So he told me about one, <laughs> some random guy who came along and he looked like a typical roadman, chav guy, right? And he pulled out a phone. Start recording the whole crisis going on, all these cars trying to drive in, and you know, people fighting all stuff, all of this. And he's, he's going on, like, oh, just look at these guys fighting and arguing. 
And then Arden's watching him from the store window because he's seen this random guy stop by his Tesco and just film, you know, what, what's going on. Yeah. And then he sees him pan over to a woman who's fueling up. And she, apparently she was wearing uh, revealing clothes or like a booty shorts or whatever, right? And this guy, <laughs> this guy's doing a, like a live FaceTime or whatever, going, oh, look at all these crazy guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just start staring at him going, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I'll stare at him because yeah, that. And also this whole like petrol thing going on, right? There's petrol flying everywhere. Like people are trying to fuel up. This guy, Literally takes out a cigarette, starts smoking. Like, I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, he's not actually in the petrol station, but he's, but he's very close. I'm like, literally, he's the guy, like, the main definition of I don't care. Like, <laughs> he's there yeah, vibing. I don't give <laughs> And uh, another story, just just before we wrap it up, right? You know, when, going back to when you said you were afraid that you weren't going to make it home. Oh, okay? yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what Arjun did in his infinite wisdom, he, after, you know, confronting these guys and telling them we're closing down and having to deal with angry customers, Arjun felt so threatened for his life that he took the long way home. <laughs> he went like different routes trying to shake off any pursuers. I'm actually doing a joke. No, like, I thought you didn't have petrol. I know. I know I did, <laughs> I know I did but I couldn't risk it. <laughs> so, five miles. It wasn't, it wasn't much of a long route, but I had to connect a few times just to make sure no one's following me because there were so many cars there with a lot of angry people just watching me get into my car <laughs> while people are there still expecting to fuel up and <laughs> just driving home. So, can never, honestly, it was the most. It was a scary thing about it, honestly. But luckily, I made it home safely. And he had his lasagna, guys. Don't worry, yes. it got eaten. Got eaten. No lasagna went to waste. And uh, <laughs> I think we've just about hit most of the points we wanted on this podcast. Yeah, very well planned, very well executed. <laughs> oh yes, mate, we've absolutely <laughs> smashed it. Fantastic. Uh, to anyone listening, slow your asses down, okay? <laughs> Don't waste your fuel. <laughs> That's true. It's uh, give give Arden a rest. Poor guy's been working all the time. Yo, Arjun, by the way, I am running out of fuel. Fuel delivery. This guy is really. <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, if you you know have any anything you want to say to us, hit us up on our inactive Instagram page. <laughs> no, one more thing though. What's that? Do you know how valuable your friends that work at petrol stations become? Oh my god! <laughs> no, I had I had friends that don't know Arjun asking me to ask Arjun. <laughs> oh my god, yes! Yeah, people that I literally haven't seen in years. Like, hey man! You, man. Right, I, remember you, I remember you work at a petrol station, right? I'm like, <laughs> like don't you live in Birmingham? <laughs> Honestly, I'll be there in five minutes, man. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's some shame. Yeah, I know. Jeez, guys. Moral of our podcast today, uh, find people like Arden that work in a petrol station and befriend them <laughs> whilst the crisis is Just still ongoing. Just befriend someone everywhere, man. You need, you need people, you, you need friends. connections. Make connections, guys. That's the moral. Again, it was... We give the best advice. <laughs> Again, with me today, I had I had Arden giving us first-hand experience, surveyed them with his first-hand knowledge, I guess. What? And of course, my Facebook companion, Appy. And uh, we're signing off today. We'll see you soon. Stay safe, guys. Bye. Bye.